Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nothing's better than feeling comfortable in your own shoes. Maybe you're a parent raising a little rock star or a tech nomad working from anywhere. Allbirds wants you to be comfortable in your actual shoes, too. Their wool runners, pipers, and loungers are so cozy you might forget you're wearing them. And they're crafted from natural materials that tread lightly on our planet. So get comfortable in your shoes. Get to know the wool runners, pipers, and loungers at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Welcome to Unexplained Extra with me, Richard McLean Smith. For the weeks in between episodes, we look at the stories that for one reason or other didn't make it into the show. In last week's episode, Come Talk to Me, we looked at the work of Friedrich Jürgensen, who in 1958, while trying to record birdsong in his garden, inadvertently recorded a mysterious human voice. Though Jürgensen assumed this to be a simple radio transmission, similar voices later caught on tape led him ultimately to believe he had found a way to receive communications from the dead. As explored in Season 3's Episode 8 Extra, some consider Jürgensen's recordings to be early examples of instrumental transcommunication, the apparent capturing of the voices of the dead on electronic devices. For me, Jürgensen's story is particularly fascinating because unlike many others who have carried out similar paranormal endeavours, Jürgensen had not set out to prove anything in particular, nor was he trying to validate any religious belief. It is also, of course, teasingly compelling, since, like many people, I would like nothing more than to see irrefutable proof of a life after death. Humans have long speculated on the concept of an afterlife, whether we believe in it through a genuine religious conviction, or whether we consider it merely an invention to dilute the fear of death, or as a means to shape morality. However, it is only fairly recently 
that we have attempted to study the possibility of it scientifically. The oft-mentioned Society of Psychical Research, perhaps the first formal approach to such matters, was established in 1882 for more or less this precise reason. Interestingly, what motivated founding member Henry Sidgwick, who was predominantly concerned with the validity of mediumship, was his own inner turmoil at what proof of that would mean. Having been raised an Anglican Christian, Sidgwick was torn between his faith and his rational mind that knew only too well there was no scientific evidence to validate Christian doctrine. It was through his work with the SPR that Sidgwick hoped to finally find evidence to support his religious convictions. No doubt for many of those early members of the SPR, many scientific revelations of the day, from the discovery of electromagnetism to radio waves and the thrill of seeing a light bulb for the first time, did much to stir the imagination at what worlds might yet exist beyond the senses. Today, however, despite all the technological advancements of the last 150 years, it might be surprising, or revealing even, depending on how you look at it, that the anecdotal evidence of the near-death experience has emerged as the key area of interest for advocates of some form of life after the material death of the body. Are you always taking care of your family? Do you often take care of others and not yourself? Now it's time to take care of yourself, to make time for you. You deserve it. Teladoc gives you access to a licensed therapist to help you get back to feeling your best, to feeling like yourself again. With Teladoc, you can speak to a licensed therapist by phone or video. Therapy appointments are available seven days a week from 7am to 9pm local time. If you feel overwhelmed sometimes, maybe you feel stressed or anxious, depressed or lonely, or you might be struggling with a personal or family issue, Teladoc can help. Teladoc is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy to change counsellors if needed, for free. Teladoc therapy is available through most insurance or employers. Download the app or visit teladoc.com forward slash unexplained podcast today to get started. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C dot com slash unexplained podcast. What makes NDEs so compelling as evidence of an afterlife is not only that they appear to have been recorded as far back as ancient times, and that, as one 2005 study suggests, as many as 95% of world cultures are familiar with them, but also that regardless of time or culture, the many described experiences appear so remarkably similar. Most NDEs will involve some form of out-of-body experience, with the experiencer claiming to have witnessed their dying bodies from above before finding themselves being taken towards a bright light or to an unfamiliar but calming place populated by dead friends and family members. Though the ubiquity and uniformity of NDEs isn't by any means evidence of an afterlife, it has however provided researchers such as Janice Holden editor of the Journal of Near-Death Studies, a platform from which to base their research. In particular, the apparent phenomenon of the outer body experience 
has had some researchers looking for ways to validate the claim that this is more than a mere hallucination. Writing in the 2009 Handbook of Near-Death Experiences, 30 Years of Investigation, Holden notes 35 cases out of roughly 100 that she claims were verified as having accurately described events the individuals couldn't possibly have been aware of. One well-known case of an apparently legitimate out-of-body NDE was said to have taken place in the United States in 1976. It was in April of that year that Kimberly Sharp, a social worker at Harbour View Hospital in Seattle, Washington, was introduced to a patient who had just survived a massive heart attack. The woman, known only as Maria, was in an agitated state and desperately wanted to share something with Kimberly. The woman, according to Sharp, claimed that at some point, while she was being resuscitated, she became aware that she was no longer in her own body. Moments later, she began floating upwards into the corner of the room, at which point she was able to observe not only her prostrate body on the hospital bed below her, but all the medical staff too as they tried to resuscitate her. Finding that she was able to control her movements, she then floated out of the building, where she apparently saw a scuffed-up, light-blue canvas tennis shoe perched on a ledge outside a window. Desperate to know if this had really happened, Maria begged Kimberly to search for the mystery item. Although Kimberly was familiar with reports of near-death experiences, she had never heard anything quite so specific and was more than happy to test out the theory. After scouring a number of floors for any sign of the shoe, Kimberly had all but given up when she wandered into a ward on the third floor and approached the window at the far side. Realising with increasing certainty what she was seeing, as she drew closer and closer, Kimberly was stunned to find a light blue, scuffed-up canvas tennis shoe perched on the ledge outside the window, just as Maria had described it. Due to the credibility of the witness, Kimberly Sharp, who later went on to join the faculty of the University of Washington, the story has gained a lot of traction. Detractors, however, have not unreasonably noted that the mysterious Maria was apparently never heard from again, having never gone on record herself to confirm the story. Whether we believe Maria's experience or not, there are no shortage of people lining up to present afterlife-affirming accounts of their own NDEs, eager to share their positive experiences of what awaits us after death. Far less common, however, as pointed out by Gideon Litchfield in a 2015 article for The Atlantic, are those accounts, as many as 23%, that were wholly unpleasant experiences. As suggested by Friedrich Jürgensen's research, if there were such a thing as an existence beyond the material experience of life as we know it, that didn't, as many increasingly believe it wouldn't, conform to any religious ideals, would we be prepared for what that might mean exactly? For example, 
in the most basic sense of what many hope an afterlife to be. It would be somewhere that conformed to our sense of self in life. After all, what comfort would an afterlife be if you had no recollection of your previous self? And yet, granted such a space existed, it would presumably be the fate of all people that had ever lived, from those we consider to be the most saintly to those whom we consider to be the most depraved, and any other sentient animal for that matter. Furthermore, presumably any artificially created intelligence that had become self-aware might also exist in that space, not any of them having any compulsion to alter their ways of life, attitudes or opinions of both you and themselves. At the end of his 1944 play, No Exit, Jean-Paul Sartre depicts the arrival of three characters into a drawing room from where they believe they will be led into hell. As they wait, the characters are trying to figure out just what they have done exactly to deserve such a fate when an awful realisation dawns on them. They are not waiting to be led into hell. They are already there trapped for eternity with each other and in turn by the way they see each other. As the character Garcin declaims, So this is hell. I'd never have believed it. You remember all we were told about the torture chambers, the fire and brimstone. Old wives' tales. There's no need for red-hot pokers. Hell is other people. A warning, perhaps, that, as ever, we should always be careful what we wish for. If you enjoy listening to Unexplained and would like to help supporters, you can now go to unexplainedpodcast.com forward slash support. All donations, no matter how large or small, are massively appreciated. All elements of Unexplained are produced by me, Richard McLean Smith. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and feel free to get in touch with any thoughts or ideas regarding the stories you've heard on the show. Perhaps you have an explanation of your own you'd like to share. You can reach us online at unexplainedpodcast.com or on Twitter at unexplainedpod. Now it's time to take care of yourself, to make time for you. Teladoc gives you access to a licensed therapist to help you get back to feeling your best. Speak to a licensed therapist by phone or video anytime between 7am to 9pm local time, seven days a week. Teladoc therapy is available through most insurance or employers. Download the app or visit teladoc.com forward slash unexplained podcast today to get started. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C dot com slash unexplained podcast. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.